0: THE WITCHES ON THE MOUNTAIN EPISODE ONE, CHAPTER ONE The morning brought with it a great frost unlike the City of London had experienced in many, many years. A black cab swerved its way through the morning traffic out towards West London as it headed for Heathrow Airport. The cab driver curiously watched from his rearview mirror the movements of this mysterious passenger as she seemed lost in thought. She was intriguing, no doubt, to his senses. Her blonde hair rested on her red coat, raindrops visible on its shoulders. She smiled aware of his curiosity. In her hands she held a card she had pulled from an old worn tarot deck. She placed the first card on the seat next to her. She proceeded with two more cards and placed them side by side next to the first card. She then reshuffled them, curiously, and lay a white cloth on her knees. Then she looked to the driver ID certificate. That was to her right. She smiled, knowing she had the right person she had been seeking for a while. Paul, she softly spoke, yet it caught him unaware. He was startled. His hands jumped to control a steering wheel that was stalled in traffic on a motorway going nowhere on a cold Monday morning. He replied to her, yes, ma'am, his mind scrambling to figure out how she knew his name, almost forgetting his company's policy of visible identity tags. She was not an imposing figure. She was gentle and soft. She almost giggled to his response. Can I read you your future, she politely asked. He replied, yes, darling. Of course, why not? He chuckled. We'll probably be having to sit here for a while anyway." They both chuckled, hers was a soft voice, a beautiful soft voice. She informed him she was American and possibly strange. Again they laughed. She handed Paul the deck she had in her hands, her cold blue hands from the morning frost. Paul took the pack, shuffled it and returned to the mysterious woman. She pulled from the deck three cards placing each on the white cloth she draped across her elegant knees. Chapter 2 She pulled the first card, turned it towards him. It had the most beautiful mountain his eyes had ever, ever seen. She informed him of this place. To the West, she said, that one day be the gathering place of the gifted. She told him they would come from many places. The empaths, the mediums those that made the potions, the great witches. Paul was not nervous around such conversations, nor was he afraid. Since childhood, he watched his grand till fortunes in sidewalks or marketplaces from Camden to Hounslow to Ealing. He knew of the gifted. He saw it in his mother's eyes as the light left her cancer ridden body as he wept a young boy by her side in a cold, cold, dark hospital room. But this was so strange, he thought, as the traffic moved slowly in unison. Why now would he be faced with such an experience? She pulled a second card. Almost seductively, she stared at him before its reveal. They both looked. It was a card that had a great fire, a great white house in a blaze, a red hat tattered on a dusty man's head. He seemed a cold, cold figure. She told Paul of this figure, that two decades from now a great war would come and only the gifted could change its course. The people would rise up not in towns or cities, but in nations. With them, they would bring a great rising against this mysterious figure. She quickly pulled the last card. It showed a lone figure. She told Paul that not even the great witches knew who this figure was. Paul's nervousness was a cue for the woman to discontinue the conversation. They both laughed, nervously, till silence found its way back. Upon arrival at the airport, the passenger handed Paul a generous note, exclaimed to him to keep the change and exited his cab in an awkward fashion. The frost now had melted from a cold West London morning. The sun blinding, Paul's eyes as he watched her walk into the morning fog. Strange morning, he thought, as he pulled away from the taxi rank and headed towards Hounslow. He would find out later, that in the back seat of that car that she had left one final card that showed three young witches. When he found that card, Paul nervously laughed, put it in his wallet, and never thought about that day again. Chapter 3 The night was cold, the stars were much more magical than ever, the young girl sat, in the hot New Mexico desert night. She saw the beautiful soul of her dance. She knew her ancestors watched her from above. As she bundled sage, her feet dirty from the desert floor she played on. She heard a noise from a trailer that could not be mistaken for anything else but the horrific echoes of pain coming from her wounded and bruised mother. The child felt the touch of an old frail hand That old hand, its voice whispered, Come away child, for your ears do not need to hear such sorrow. They both looked towards the great mountains of Colorado. The old lady held the child's hand and spoke to her. One day, child, you will be older, and those the gifted will be called upon. They will seek your gifts. You will teach The sick, the young, those in transition, you will walk on the final day on the great mountain, and this will be your calling. The noise you hear tonight, child, is the noise of darkness, but you shall be both. They will seek your gifts on the final day, both your light and both your dark. The child looked to the old lady and asked, what is the last day? Her reply was haunting. Dear child, a great flu will arrive, and when it leaves, a great war will come. They will call this the day of reckoning. It is when the gifted will rise, dear child. It will be you at their side. That night in the desert, that young child lay awake and watched the great stars thinking of the words spoken. She she closed her eyes softly. Years later, she would think about that night. Even though time had made her soul cold, She had lost any interest in any superficial things. She would often think about it. Her life now was a small diner in Colorado Springs that looked towards the great mountain. Every night when she would close the doors, she would think of her grandmother as that great mountain sat in front of her. Little would she know that that mountain would hold a great story for her and the gifted.